Silence! So, me and my wife have known each other practically our whole lives. We, uh, it goes all the way back to elementary school where we met and uh, we became fast friends and it was, it was great. We, we, we hung out all the time and uh, we, we studied together, we did projects together and eventually in high school we, we started dating and it, it was great. We wanted to share our whole lives together. And uh, we even went into the same uh, field in college, criminal justice, at the same school. Again, we did everything together. And uh, eventually we finished our degrees, and uh, we get uh, accepted into the the same police precinct. And uh, we, I mean, it was a whole rigmarole with uh, HR and having to sign paperwork to, to make sure that we're keeping it professional in the office and all that. But, uh, you know, life life was good. We had our dream jobs. We were with each other. We got married. And then, after a routine doctor's visit, I got told I have cancer. And uh, it, 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 was, it was rough. And they, they said that, it, that, that there was nothing they could do, and I had about a month left to live. So, uh, I mean... The, the drive home was uh, in complete silence. I think we were both just in, in shock, really. And uh, when we got home, my, my wife asked me what, what's on my bucket list. Because we want to get... We, we, she, she wants my last days on Earth to, to really, you know, mean something. To, to be good before I go. She, she's a good woman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I realized that Let's not do my bucket list. Let's do hers. Because I want her memories of me to be good ones before I go. So I ask her, what's the one thing you've always, always wanted to do? And she goes, I'm, I'm boring. I, I, I wanted to go skydiving. And I say, no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's normal shit. What's the one thing that you would never tell another soul that you wanted to do? And she looks me in the eyes and says, you won't love me if I told you. And I said, there is nothing you can say that would make me think any differently of you. And she said, all right, fine. It's, it's gross, and I know it doesn't make sense, but I've always wanted to have sex in the sewers. I, I know, I know it's gross. It's weird. I'm sorry. And I said, no, 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 no. I will try anything once, especially if it's with you. So it takes us a little bit of time. Uh, We get some uh, urban exploration permits. And uh, on a weekend, uh, we drive my truck down to uh, more more of the outskirts of town. And, uh, you know, we crack open the manhole and get down there. And I'm I'm not going to go into full detail here, but it was honestly incredible. I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying you should try it. But for me and her, it was an amazing experience. And we get, we climb back out after a couple of hours. We get back in the truck and we spend the rest of the night just sitting there and talking. And I realize that at this point, I wouldn't mind dying. I'm happy. But, uh, 
long story short, fuck the police coming straight from the underground. What? <laughs> I can't, I cannot believe. I cannot believe I actually gave you the leeway to, to take me on that long walk. <laughs> I am no, never again. You that was your one. That's your one. Silence. Oppenheimer. I myself am strange and unusual. Listen to Fright Radio. Nerd alert! See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? If I'm interested in it, then by definition, it is nerdy. My dad's a nerd. And welcome to episode 316. 316, I I got nothing on this. Although, perhaps we could ask your friend. Um, John? What about my friend John? It's a John 316 reference, you moron. It's a... From the Bible. The what? Richard Gere. He was in Pretty Woman. It was a- oh, that, that book written by God. Thank you. You know what? I didn't ruin your thing. Why are you going to be like that? Ask me how I'm doing today. Go on. Ask me. How you doing? I am awesome. My name is Mike Jones. I am a Pathfinder slash D&D nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus... Like seven other kinds of nerd, I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio, the place me and Aiden go every week, or two, or three, sometimes. <laughs> um, to have on about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in our collective skull anymore. Uh, as always, we are recording live from our Nerd Pride studios in the Ghost Zone. Ah, yes. Yeah, do you, do you know why they call it the Ghost Zone? Because uh, it's a zone for ghosts? No, because... I mean, after, after its discoverer, Tom Ghost Zone? No, because they wanted to call it the Phantom Zone because he's Danny Phantom. But apparently the Phantom Zone uh, already contained uh, Kryptonian criminals. So they couldn't step on those toes. But at least that's my guess. I don't have any proof of any of this. But otherwise, why would they call it the Ghost Zone when he's Danny Phantom? That makes no sense at because all. Because he's not going to name himself after... The, the, Superman isn't John Krypton. Yeah, that's not the point. It's a, it, he's not Johnny Ghost in the Ghost Zone. That's stupid. Why would you name yourself after the area that gave you your powers? Name me one other hero that is named after the region that gifted them powers. Well, technically, Spider-Man is named for the radioactive spider. No, no that, 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 gave that is named his... after the animal, the being that gave him his powers. Captain America? 
Okay. Yeah, bite me. All right. <laughs> did America really give him the powers? Yes. I don't think the. Yes. I don't think they did. The American government. I don't think Captain America's powers come from the latent natural magic abilities of the American soil. Whoa! whoa I think whoa, it. Whoa, whoa! 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 I think it is the the governmental authority no. that claims to own that soil that did those things. Oh to Captain no! America. You're not getting off on this kind of technicality. No, no, you, you're just wrong. Because <laughs> let me tell you, there is not a single ghost government in okay, that. Okay. Okay. Captain Britain. Isn't he just identical to Captain America? No, except- didn't didn't he get his powers when uh, the Lady of the Lake? Uh, Rose and, and no, you're bestowed, King Arthur bestowed his powers upon him the same way she uh, she gifted King right, Arthur right, right, with but, with rulership over the but that's the a, Isles. He's the protector of Britain. That's another being gifting power, not a region. No, 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 no. She is representative of the the land of Britain itself. You can't that's say what point. she is or isn't representative, except of. that the comic says that. But, it's right in there. But that was a being. No, gifting no, no. power. It was the. The manifestation of the land of Britain granting Captain Britain his powers, or her powers, because I think Betsy Braddock became Captain Britain after a while. Anyway, I don't remember. Um, But it doesn't matter. It's still the land gifted the powers to Captain Britain, thus Captain Britain. At least I'm assuming so. I'm just making most of this up because I don't know. But... It could be. You don't know. Well, let me look up Captain fact, Britain really fact, quick. Nobody knows. There's no way of proving one way or another, so I'm right. <laughs> We're good. Um, and now, now it's time for the meticulously potted portion of this podcast. This is the time for me and Aiden, where we, uh, where, uh, wait, wait, wait. This, yeah, where, where we talk about, it says right here, where we talk about all the interesting things that we've stumbled across in the last week or three. If something tickles our nerd fancies during the course of our busy, busy weeks, we add it to our master list. The very best stuff off of that list gets spewed out all over you guys every time we record. You lucky dogs. I'm sorry, sorry. you lucky dogs. I'm trying to figure out where Captain Britain got his powers. Uh Uh-huh, or her powers. Don't judge. Uh, I'm specifically looking at uh, at Uh the dude. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. You'll, f- you'll find that I'm right, though, yeah. so it doesn't make any difference. Um, straight into our master list. Uh, hey! Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going all right. What's up? Nothing. That's the segment. Hey, how's it going? Oh, okay. Yeah, really, this was our pande- pandemic segment of uh, just, you know, making sure everyone's doing all right. And while things are loosening up, uh, I'm guessing the majority of the listeners here are vaccinated and things are getting better and things are opening up again. There's still a lot of stress. And so, you know, hope you guys are doing okay. He was gifted his abilities by Merlin and his daughter, the Omniversal Guardian Roma. Yeah, exactly. The spirit of the land of Great Britain. Incorrect. (laughs) Really? Well, you've got more research to do then. Okay. Um, So anyway... uh, Aiden obviously doesn't care how you're doing, but I do. So I hope you guys are getting by I also by care. Right. I'm just trying to prove Mike wrong. Uh-huh. Okay. Well. She is charged with the safety of the Omniverse. Yeah, which includes Britain, obviously. Shut up. I don't see how you can deny that. All right. So, anyway, um, we're getting by all right. Look, school's at an end. Um, scouts are done for the summer. Uh Got a lot of pressure off. Now it's time to relax. So uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, 
you know, if you want to check in, check in. Love to hear from you about it. Uh, see how things are going for you pandemic-wise. So, ooh, more responses. I thought I turned that ringer off, though. Since my phone is, is blowing up. So, yeah, see, look at that. Oh, there. Better. I don't know how to work a phone. Sorry. He's old. Um, all right, look. Hey, how's it going? Didn't work out as well as I wanted to. So, uh, instead... It's time for my friend John? Okay. Let's go with your friend John. Can't, why, can't, why can't you just tell me that your friend John is going to be on the podcast, and I'll put it in the notes so I know where we're at. Why don't we do that? No, go ahead. What do you got? You you always forget that there's music here. Not your only friend, I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend, but really I'm not actually your friend, but I am. What are you talking about? It's not my fault the music came in late. There it was. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Captain Editor. All right. <laughs> yes, yes, because I was granted my powers by the land of Editor. Thank you so much. Alright, this is Nerd Pride's favorite game show, you know, my friend, John, uh, where I will uh, offer a problem that my my friend John is having, or, you know, we'll call him John, and it's Mike's job to uh, not only give them advice, but uh, tell me uh, if he knows this famous John, uh, who played them, and what property they're from, if applicable. Yes, yes, and yes, absolutely. Alright, so... uh, First off, it, it, I've got a friend. We'll we'll call him John. Okay, it's John. And uh, one down. He he he's got an issue with his friend. His closest friend in the world decided to hire him. Mm-hmm. And they're they're kind of a freelance thing. Mm-hmm. And it was going well for a while, but my my buddy John realized that. He's pretty sure he's only there to make his boss and friend look good. Because anytime anyone asks a question, he'll give an answer, and then his friend treats him like shit and gives a different answer. Hmm. So, my friend John would like a way to kind of assert himself here and and, and, and make it known that he doesn't want to be treated like this. Okay. Do you have any advice for my friend John? Yeah. One, uh, you simply stand up for yourself. That's really the, the, the bottom line. Is that you say, hey, uh, I understand you're my boss, but you're also my friend. And, and you're hiring me for a purpose, so therefore, uh, uh, if you're going to be hiring me, hiring us, you need to be respecting my opinions. Right? And therefore, uh, you need to treat me uh, fairly, don't override me, don't humiliate me in public, don't, and, and, and if you can't do that, then potentially, maybe John shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be, uh, allied with this person anymore. That's, that's my, my personal take on the matter. All right. All right. As for the rest of it, I have no idea. All right. Uh, uh, I'm, maybe it is, uh, you know, uh, John Watson from, uh, Sherlock. Oh, mother. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and in the tw- uh, 2009 version, played by Jude Law. Oh, okay, yeah. No, that's true. All right, uh, the next one comes to us from, uh, from a friend. I, pre- I prefer the British TV version where it was played by Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you did hear about Bilbo, right? Just like, he was played by Bilbo Baggins, and, and Sherlock was played by, uh, by Smaug. 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 You, you, but, but, 
smoke. You, you did hear that that, uh, that Bilbo died of a Viagra overdose. No. It gets through what they say. Old hobbits die hard, right? <laughs> I can't put that on the board at work. <laughs> Hi, hungry. <laughs> All <Okay>. right. <laughs> the next one comes to us from a buddy of mine. His name's uh, his name's John. Ooh. All right. This is new. And uh, John has uh, a lot of skills that uh. He could use in what I think are more productive me- uh, means, but he uses them to be a mercenary. Okay. And he goes around with all his mercenary buddies, solving problems that, in my opinion, they probably shouldn't be a part of, but they're there anyway. Okay. Okay, got it, and got it. Or- organizations will either pay them or call them because it's their duty to solve these issues. Right, right. And... So what's, what's the problem? The problem is, is that he is, because they're mercenaries, they don't have insurance. They don't have a union. So the issue is, is, is there a way that they can get enough mercenaries together to unionize? Oh, oh, oh. What, what would be the best way to get the word out there? Oh. Alright, first off, I don't I don't know that in the modern day, um I don't know that, that there's ever a a sense in which, you know, mercenaries are a good thing. So first, maybe instead of unionizing, maybe you should reconsider whether you're really the good guys here. Um, now, right. I, I was seen, thinking look, less I've, less of a union, more of a guild. I don't know what were they called nowadays. <laughs> no, I think that is a union. Never mind. That's right. Um, the John's union. Yeah. Well, that's see now you've uh, now you've thrown me because I was uh, I was assuming that maybe uh, one of the characters in the A team is named John, and I just don't know which one. <laughs> So I was going to go A-team, and I was going to start giving all sorts of advice about their van, and and Mr. T, and now, now that's, that's shit out the window. Um, uh, now the way you're grinning at me, though, God, if it's the A-team, I'm going to be embarrassed. Um, you know what? I got nothing. I am completely lost again. It's John Hannibal Smith from the A-team. It is? Yeah. God. I should have just gone with it. And from the original A-Team, played by uh, George Papard. Oh, God. I didn't know I didn't know one of them was named John. I had no <laughs> idea. It was the A-Team. God darn it. I should have just gone All right. with it. Um, uh, the next one comes from a very powerful friend of mine. Uh, we'll, we'll call him John. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a senator. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I mean, like a lot of us, he's done... Uh, He's done Cocaine. some stuff he's oh. not proud of. I meant that was a joke. his his college days were a little wild. Okay, and uh, he he didn't graduate with uh, that Got greatest score. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the <laughs> advice he'd like is uh, how does he either cover up or make up for his past? All right, you you don't cover up for your past. Um, although, I mean, look, thank God it was in the sixties. So therefore. There's not as much photographic evidence as there might be 
in in the age of uh, social media. Um, but uh, uh, you know what? You, the best you can do is own it. Don't don't deny it. And look, um, you were potentially potentially uh, associating with some very shady characters. Uh, uh, misogynists, people who might have some uh, uh, some Me Too issues of their own. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you do have this. Yeah, it, it, but fortunately, uh, fortunately for you, look, that wasn't your gig. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit of an alcoholic, but you know what? That you that at least is a little better. You need to denounce um, the things that uh, uh, that are clearly unacceptable. You need to show. Not only that you're sorry for what you've done, but that you're actually, uh, you've actively worked through your life to become a better person, uh, which I, I don't, I don't know what happened to you after your college days other than you became a senator. So I, I was don't... hoping that was going to throw you off at least a little. No, no. Uh, I, you know what? Um, you have to actively be working to be a better person. You have to be able to demonstrate that in every action and, and without that. You know, and if you're doing that, then you can own up to your past, and that's the best you can do. All right, um, but it is it is uh, uh, John uh, Bluto Blutarski, yep, uh, as played by uh, uh, John Belushi, yep, my other friend John, uh, in the movie Animal House. Indeed, it is. All right, yeah, that one I got. All right, <sighs> redeemed at the very end. Thank God. You uh, finished with a total of six points out of twelve. I know, I know. That's my worst showing yet. <laughs> Is sad. Okay, um, you almost had the A team. I almost, yeah. I, I can't even give myself half half point on that because I <laughs> doubted myself and I backed off of it, and therefore I deserve nothing. <laughs> I should just, I should just plow through it. You Damn should. It. All right. Uh, but now, now it's time for a nerd culture report. I thought this was bowling for weirdos. <laughs> no, Gonzo, but you are very, very close. Uh, so we've had a movie challenge this month. To watch all of the Star Wars films. Gross. All 11. Gross. And as it turns out... So you mean all 10? No. No, no. There's... um, And we have to watch them in chronological order. So we have to watch... Well, hi, Cat. That's Monkey, if you guys can hear her. Uh, We have to watch uh, Phantom Menace. No, no. That one one isn't a Star Wars movie. It's known as an atrocity. And then uh, Attack of the Clones... And then Revenge of the Sith, and then we skip right to Solo, and then Rogue One, and then New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, uh, the The Force Awakens, uh, The Last Jedi. That's where I'm at right now. I've got one more to watch. I still have to watch The Rise of Skywalker. But anyway, uh, I have now seen ten out of the eleven Star Wars uh, films. Oh wait, not including. Uh, not including the Clone Wars movie. I am surprised that that did not get included. Clone in Wars movie is so good. The series is even better. That's what I hear. Uh, I've seen the movie. Loved it. Um, but anyway. Uh, and Disney confirmed it's canon. Just a couple of things about Star Wars is, you know, on rewatching it, once I get away from all the baggage of it and I can just watch the damn thing, for the most part, all right, one through three suck. All right, The, the prequels are terrible. Uh, just oh, just completely terrible. Like the okay, maybe there's some good lightsaber scenes. Maybe maybe there's a couple of good action scenes, but for the most part, they're just dumb. They're dumb and they're full of plot holes. And 
And the worst part is that nobody in the prequels can act. Even though there are unbelievable actors in every scene. Award-winning, Oscar-winning actors. But that's how George Lucas wanted it. In every scene. And George Lucas said, no, 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 no. Quit being dynamic. I want I want this as flat a read as possible. Go. The man's terrible. Uh, but um, 4, 5, and 6, hold up. And I've always thought I didn't like... Uh, Episode 6, I thought I didn't like Return of the Jedi. Turns out, I do. I do. I just need to get away from it and uh, and get away from all the, the, the talk about it and just enjoy it as a movie. It's actually really good. Really well done. Um, 8 still sucks. But you know what? The prequels and 8. Alright, I'm, I'm really? out on those. Yeah, 8 is terrible. I liked 8 over 7 and 9. My problem with 8 is that is that there was a plan in number seven, and then Ryan Johnson came in and decided to trash the existing plan and go in a completely but different direction. The plan was to just do exactly what we've been doing. Well, no, the plan. Look, the rise of Skywalker potentially originally was going to be Leia, right, coming in to save well, people in, until she died. Um, well. Leia didn't die, but... She went but, into a coma. Well, no, Leia did die. No, the actress... Well, yeah, but the actress, uh, Carrie Fisher, died. But um, but Ryan Johnson decided to use number eight to dismantle everything that had been set up already, and thus nine had to rebuild it from scratch. But no, my problem with number eight is that, is that uh, Poe Dameron is this, this bad boy rebel, uh, and he... Coded gay icon. And he did not he did not like the way uh, the way they were running away from the Empire or from the First Order. He didn't like that they were yeah, running don't, away. He don't you diss my boy the boys in white. Yeah. He thought that, that this was a bad plan, and so therefore he completely defied orders and set up his own secret mission, and then in order to make sure his secret mission played out to the end, he even staged a mutiny. And then after it was all over, it turned out that his mission was a doomed failure. And not only did he not get the people that he needed, uh, but he wound up bringing in someone who betrayed them. And the whole thing was an entire waste of time. So over half of the movie was a waste of time that, in fact, only wound up revealing the location of their secret base to the First Order, thus causing them to target all their shuttles and killing two-thirds of the remaining resistance fighters in the final attack there. All of this, and he suffers no consequences also, whatsoever for that. Okay, yes, those plot holes are there, and, but it still does not excuse Nine for being an atrocity. And every bit, every bit of that whole travesty in Number Eight could have been avoided if either A, Poe Dameron had obeyed orders, or B, if Admiral Holdo had just said, "Oh, by the way, I do have a plan. We're not just running away." Well, what plan is that? Well, I can't tell you that because. It's on a need-to-know basis, but trust me, we have a plan. Oh, okay then. And then it all would have been over. But no, they had to have this face-off, and and then stupid shit happened, and they almost all died instead of just, you know, 70% of them. But again, that doesn't excuse Nine from being an atrocity. I don't know, I haven't watched Nine yet. So, I mean, I saw it originally, and I remember thinking, all right, well, you know, they made the best of a bad situation. But Did they? The kiss? But... I have to watch it again to know. Because, again, 
I thought I didn't like Rogue One. It turns out I really like Rogue I One. I loved Rogue One. Yeah. I thought I didn't like... It's a ep- great World War II movie. I thought I didn't like Episode Six, But I did... Oh, you know, you know what's wrong with Rogue One? Hmm. All right. Two things wrong with Rogue One. Uh, one is the whole plot to assassinate her father. Um, and then the guy ha- goes to assassinate her father. And then he can't assassinate her father because he can't pull the trigger. But then he winds up getting murdered anyway. All of that was extraneous. We could have cut that out, shaved 30 minutes off of this movie. Uh, saved us a lot of time. But number two, the other one is the blind monk mm-hmm. and uh, his huge uh, armored friend. They were clearly a couple. And when when the monk is dying in his friend's arms, one of them should have said, I love you. That's all I'm saying. Or one of them should have given some indication because if they had been a male and a female character together, guaranteed that would have happened. There would have been some kissing. There would have been an I love you. There would have been something to indicate indicate their connection. But because it's two male well, characters, it's coded as gay. But they won't actually say it because they want deniability. It's still bothers But again, it, it, it all rounds back to the fact that all American movies have to be written for China. Well, yeah, and the fact that they were two Asian characters. That would have gone over great. Everyone in China would have loved these two strong Asian characters who also happen to be in love, right? Uh, it's not how it plays out? No. Yeah, but but I also, I I understand the, the monetary interest here. I understand that everyone's scared of China, but I also think that that's a crappy excuse. Mm-hmm. It's a crappy excuse for perpetuating, perpetuating uh, uh, this sort of denial in our own country because we're scared of what China's going to say. The damage that we're doing, not just to people worldwide, but for, to our own people right here, by not giving them full visibility, uh-huh. uh, I think is wrong. But, but yeah. That's... And I guess, I, I, I see where you're coming from, and I guess I don't take that much offense to it, because as a member of, of, the, of the, you know, alphabet gang, it, I've become jaded to it. It just feels par for the course. Yeah, true. All right. Here's the other thing that I learned watching the Star Wars movies. I thought that at the end of episode three, I thought that they justified the whole C-3PO and R2 being present in every single movie. I thought they justified that by then, at the end of the movie, having their brains wiped. Having their memories wiped. No. And as it turns out, they only wiped C-3PO. Yeah. They didn't wipe R2. Which means, knowing that, I'm watching the rest of the movies, going, R2 could have spoken up right there. Yep. R2 knew all... Vader, you mean your dad? Right. R2 could have the guy said, who built me? R2 could have said... No, no he built C-3PO. I know. R2 could have said, y- you know, by the way, before before you go facing off with Darth Vader, I mean, I know you're training for this whole Darth Vader thing, but... He is your dad. When they when they landed on, on Dagobah to go meet Yoda, R2 could have said, Yoda, how's it going? Yoda could have said, oh, R2, many years it's been. I mean, it... Like... Ah! Hand up my ass, there is. <laughs> I'm just saying. R2 is a huge plot hole for every movie. Jim Henson's a pervert, he is. 
<laughs> yes, a pervert Jim Henson is. You're right. Um, anyway, that that's the lessons that I learned from Star Wars. There you go. Um, all right. Next up. Uh, oh, oh, I was going to do a science fiction double feature, but it turns out I haven't watched any movies. Hey. Uh, and now for something completely different. That's right. It's time for something completely different. This is just stuff that uh, doesn't fit into our normal categories. And uh, hey, 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 hey. Guess what your grandpa has in his garage right now? Two dead babies? Close. What? Your grandpa has a miniature Model T Shriners parade car <gasps> in his garage. He finally made it? The only reason anyone ever joins the Shriners is because eventually they want to drive that little car in the you parade. You have to wait for someone to die to ride those things. Someone must have died because he was so proud to show it off. Uh, he even has... This, this um, we, we helped him print out the email that they sent him where they've got the uh, the diagrams of the parade loops that they have to do because of the way they have to cross over, they have two intersecting figure eights or two intersecting loops. And, and so uh, I think he's going out next weekend. No, no, he might be out. It's not today. Uh, maybe it is. No, it is today. He was out today, in fact, practicing his parade loops with the other guys. So, he's so happy. So, anyway, I just thought that was cute. Okay. Oh. Now it's time for... Roku! Yeah, Roku is the, the streaming box that we watch all of our TV on, except for Aiden apparently is watching this on cable. But you know what? We're calling it Roku anyway, and you can't stop us. I want to talk about the game show Let's Make a Deal. Really? Yeah. Because I work with a lot of old people... And, you know, it's old people TV. Yeah, that's Well, why else would you be watching cable unless you were hanging out with old people? I, okay, first off, I don't understand the need for the costumes. Okay. it, it and, and I hate using this word, but it feels really cringy. Yes, if I understand correctly, yeah, I would have to do some research, but if I understand correctly, originally there were no costumes. Yes. It was just picking people out of the audience. And so people started wearing costumes or carrying signs or doing other things to get attention so that he would pick on them. And they made a point of picking the people in the outlandish costumes. And so thus, uh, if you watch the, the at least all the seasons I ever saw of it when I was a kid, um, you'll notice that there are normally dressed people in the back. But then the people down in the gallery up front where he actually wanders through the crowd to pick people, yeah, they're all suited up. They all have signs or costumes or and not all of them some of them are just people sitting there with their crazy partners but so it's just tradition yeah yeah pretty much and also why does that show feel like they're just making it up as they go because they are like i have issues with the fact that as a prank they filled an entire hot tub with nacho cheese. Huh? Look, it's just random stuff. Like, have you seen when they're just filling time at the end? He's like, hey, hey open your purse. I'll give you $100 if you show me a stick of gum. Here, here's the issue. That's not when they're filling time anymore. That's an actual game that they full-on play now. Crazy talk. All right, now, are you watching modern episodes yes. of it? Yes. Okay, so you're watching the Wayne Brady ones? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen any of the way. Ah, uh, here, uh, roll this die, and this car will go this fast down this racetrack. It's, what the fuck? Wow. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any of the new ones. 
So you're watching ah. you're watching the game show network at Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it is followed almost immediately by Jeopardy. Oh, all right. With the they're still doing rotating hosts yep. on Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh good old Jeff Purdy. <laughs> I don't know that reference. Okay, I, I'm gonna need a real quick pause. All right, hold on a second. Okay, uh, he just showed me Jeff Purdy on YouTube, so go look up Jeff Purdy. <laughs> It is very funny. And I, I swear to you, every time Jeopardy comes on, I'm like, oh, look, it's Jeopardy. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, did we have more on Let's Make a Deal? No, it's just that it's just insane. Makes no sense. And they're just making it up. And also, now that I know you have to, like, sign up and go through a whole process to get on the show, that does not seem like enough money. Right? Most people I see come off with... The most I've seen someone walk off with was, like, a new car and $800. Mm-hmm. The, what the average player comes away with is, like, $300 and a sneeze from Wayne Brady. Right. And a chance to be on national TV. Well, you know, Game Show Network. But still, you know what? I remember, by the way, watching The Price is Right when I was a kid. And I remember how shocked I was the first time... They were giving away a new car on the show, and you had to guess the price. And when they flashed over to the price, the price had five digits in it. Yeah? It was amazing. I'm like, oh my god, what kind of car has five digits in the price? I mean, obviously the first one's going to be a one. Clearly, it's going to be a one, but oh my god, a $10,000 car? You're kidding with me. It's just crazy. And that new car is like $50,000? Yeah, exactly. And now, now you know, there's, um, you know, if you want to... If you want a big, uh, big SUV with, uh, with you know, all the fixings and the third row seating and all the gas guzzling, yeah, you know, sixty grand is not. If you want a really, really nice muscle car with all the fixings, this year's make and model, that number actually has six digits. I, oh, now hold on, hold on, hold on. I believe the all-electric Ford Mustang, which is, we were looking at, is running like sixty. That's not bad. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and they're going to have, uh, they say that the new all-electric F-150, the F-150 Lightning, is going to go for base model, like, somewhere around 30000 See, here's my issue bad. with selling electric cars where we live. Yeah? Where do I plug that in at? Uh, you plug it in at your home. Into just a regular-ass outlet? Yeah. Yeah, you have to run an extension cord out, but yes. Um, and and then there are charging sta- char- like stations that will charge your car for you here in town. Um, I have yet to see or notice one. And you have to look them up. But, oh. But, uh, like, for example, I believe, um, I believe dealerships will even do it right now. But Tesla made sure that there were charging stations, uh, like, 200 miles apart on every major interstate hmm. throughout the country. So you can, once you're once you're on the highway, you can get anywhere that you're going because there will be charging stations everywhere along the way. Um, the problem is, is, that, is that you have to plan for a 45-minute stop to charge mm-hmm. each time. Um, and that's, you know, it, it's an adjustment in the way we are used to traveling in this nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
you know, it's tough. Well, actually, the the system that people want in place is where there there's already charged batteries. Right. You crack open your hood, change out the battery, and you just go. Ah, except the ba- but you'd need a someone standing there. Actually, the problem with that is the battery in most of these, uh, like the battery in the Tesla. Uh huh. The only way to make a battery big enough is it it is the base of the car. Oh. At this point, yeah, you can't even just easily swap out. You would have to like get in, and they'd have to unbolt some stuff, lift you off of your battery, and then lower you onto a different battery. Um, like changing horses uh, along the Pony Express Trail, whatever it is. <laughs> like like changing horses in the in the Indy Five Hundred. Yes, yes. Like swapping out horses in NASCAR. You know how they do it in NASCAR. I've never watched NASCAR. Every everything I everything I know about NASCAR, I know from I know from cars, uh-huh. which I assume that all the horses look like cars, and that's why you can't tell the difference. But I assume. I don't know. Alright. Hey, hey, can we talk about cars for just a second? Sure. There is a panover of New York in, like, Cars 3 or Cars 2. Okay. And there are no Cars Twin Towers. There are Cars equivalents of every other building. Right. Meaning that there was a Cars 911. Yes. Yes, at some point, or or Cars takes place in a world where even though there was a Route 66 and there's a New York City, uh, there was never a Twin Towers. I mean, like, essentially... You was realize, there a Cars Holocaust? You do realize that, that every skyscraper in Manhattan in the Cars universe is just a giant parking garage? Like... <laughs> That's all it is. I mean, I'm sure they have a car elevator in there somewhere, but still, a lift, whatever you want. Yeah, it's just a 40-story drive-up. Oh, man. Um, all right, you know what it's time for now? That's right, it's time for the pause. Automatic. Oh. Oh. Who brought in R2 this time? Uh, I didn't touch any switches, so that's all you, bud. Yeah, no, clearly you didn't touch any switches. If you had, we would have heard that. Oh, 48. Hey. Hot dog. It's the Nerd Pride Radio Podomatic. At the end of every cast, we bring out R2 and his fully pimped out Podomatic bubble. bubble. He rolls up random topics for us to talk about. And where these topics come from, you ask, well, that is where you guys come in. If you want to hear us hey wrong about something, you send your question or topic to us by email, or, you know, obviously, better yet, a private message on my forums, because Podomatic is about whatever you want it to be. And our first number now is 82. 82 is from uh, someone. Kyle! You think so? I, I, I bet it's Jacob. Let's see. 82 is... Oh, it's from Ronster. I was wrong Ron. in every capacity. You were Ron. Mike was Ronster. Okay. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Uh, Ron says, what is the longest you have gone without food? Uh, Technically speaking, eight days. Really? 
when I had my appendix out. You didn't eat for eight days? I was on IV. Oh, that's right. You were you were getting IV fluid for... Why were you in for eight days? That seems wrong. Well, this was, this was you know, ten years ago when... Yeah, but... I didn't get lasers. Yeah, but you weren't in the hospital for eight days. I was in the hospital for two weeks. Were you? Yes! Was I your dad at the time? You were my dad at the time. Huh. Okay. That's with IV fluid. Yes. Okay. That's, that's why I said technically speaking. Right. What without I... without hospital intervention, three days. Hey, that's where mine is. Three days. Well, that's only because I didn't have money to afford food. Right, right. Um, I did, did it as part of a cleanse on my... Uh... On my sabbatical to India, so I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you? No, no, I didn't. But I did. I did at some point decide I wanted to kickstart my diet by not eating for, um, not eating for a day. And then after a day, it was like, well, that wasn't tough. I wonder what happens if I go two days. And then I went three, and so I don't know if it was a full three, like seventy-two hours. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was anyway. Um, but it was. It was roughly three days without eating, and I didn't. I didn't really notice anything about it. Like, after the hunger of the first day, didn't bug me. But, you know, I was pretty fat. Like mm. I am now. So, um... I, I mean, yeah, you can go, like, 30 days without food. Right. Yeah, I don't know if it was good or bad for me. Um, but I did it. And uh, I would never do it again. So, there. 21. 21? This question can drink. Twenty-one is from Lisa. Oh, hi, Lisa. And Lisa says, "What movie best explains your life?" This is the end. That's sad. Uh, I was going to say uh, the Matrix. Ooh, not bad. Yeah, only in that, and I only say that. I mean, like, it's not a, it's not an ego thing, um, but I say that because. The world really does revolve around me, and I am the one, uh, like Neo in the Matrix. Hillary's America. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, hook, hook. There you go. Is that what it's shaped like? Whoa! Hillary's America is shaped like America. What kind of racist garbage is that? Hook shaped. You're an idiot. Fifty-two. Uh, is that a two? I can't yeah. see underneath uh, Archie's foot there. 52 should start thinking about saving for retirement. Hey, you shut up. I resemble that. <laughs> I know you do. Hey, it's from Ronster. Well, hey, Ron. And Ron says, uh, pot, of magic, pot of magic entry. Gregorian pot of magic? Oh, we need more pot of magic in this show. Um, I need some more pot of magic in my life. Gregorian date 02122020.1651. Have you ever played around with a UV light? Yes. I don't know that I ever have. You ever seen a Jackson Pollock painting? Oh, did you look at your sheets? I was going to say, yeah. Imagine that's just all over my walls. I don't... I don't think it just... The stuff doesn't just show up under blacklight. Like, you have to... Like, in, in the, the procedurals, don't the cops, like, spray it with some... Activating ingredient that then causes uh, biological material to fluoresce. Maybe, but uh, I think it actually works by uh, UV light because of its small wavelength. Uh, things show up differently, even if there's just a small difference in the way it's refracting light. 
It's how I've always understood. I it. would have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Mm. Okay. Um, it is. Uh, that is a cocked and a four. All right. Um, all right, then pick whichever whichever first digit you want. Ninety four. All right, ninety four. I think it's the first time it's coming up cocked. I, first time ever. And this is from Kyle. Finally. Insert Jeez. insert column. There we go. 94. Kyle. Okay. In a fight between Batman, Batman. and Superman, who gets a murder boner first? Batman. Yeah, well, clearly Batman. Batman always has a murder boner. <laughs> like, even if even if he's just at home thinking about <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, no, clearly Batman. I don't even know why that was a question. 27. See, look what happens. I let you pick the number, and we get Murder Boner. <laughs> 27 is actually the original number of dwarfs before the Civil War in Snow White. Oh, that's dark. This one's from Calvin. You wanted fun number facts. Hey, you're starting your own cult. What's your sales pitch? Look. Look. Everyone's wrong. You gotta understand. He's wrong, he's wrong, with the right and left, it's all wrong. I'm wrong. So why don't we all just be wrong together? Oh, hey, how about this? Hey, nerd. Oh, and we let you murder people. Hey, nerd, you want some secret knowledge? I have, I have some secret knowledge that maybe is a little enlightening, especially if you're smoking a little weed, and you hadn't thought of this before. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? And it's just a taste. Look, we're just hanging out. We're just friends. Oh, look at all these hot chicks that I have at my compound. Isn't that weird? At your compound? Yeah, if it's going to be a cult, yes. It, it makes it sound like you have them chained up. No. No, but it is It is a compound in that, you know, we have the high walls and the, the security. Walks out of a back alley, opens trench coat. Hey, kid, want some eldritch knowledge? Yeah, see, you give them, you give them a little bit of knowledge that feels special and... You convince them that nobody else in the world knows this, and look, you're smart enough to have realized this insight almost completely on your own, not as if I'm spoon-feeding it to you. Turns out all your sermons are just you frantically opening and reading fortune cookies. And we have great parties, and we all hang out. Look, we're having a good time, right? And then we give them a little more secret knowledge, and then we convince them to cut off all ties with their family and give me all of their money. Isn't this just Scientology? This is this is cult one hundred and one, man. This is all sorts of yeah, but Scientology pulls it off really well. Uh, they they do it. They they have the advantage of damn you, Zenu, of having convinced people that they are a legitimate religion, who can then sue people um, for for trying to expose them for the frauds they are, allegedly. Um, allegedly, does allegedly protect me from lawsuits? No, wait. I think it's my being poor and having no listeners. I think that's what protects me. Um, anyway, last one. 88. 88? That's doubles. Ooh, two more of those, we're going to jail. 88 is actually what happens when, uh, a bunch of zeros have a foursome. <laughs> okay, it's, uh, there. You've entertained me. I like that one. Uh, this is from Ronster. And Ron says, bought anything nice for yourself lately? Uh, yes. And... And okay, and it's if so what? But there's no commas here, so I'm going to guess he meant if so what. That's that's how I'm reading it. I assume that's what Ronster's like. 
Um, <laughs> no, I actually bought a sticker for my PC that reads, uh, this machine kills fascists. Nice. Does it? Yeah. Ow. Wolfenstein, baby. Gotcha. That actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, but it, 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 it's it's uh, from uh, uh, Hank Green's website. Because nice. he has the same sticker on his PC. Which uh, some old rocker had that on his guitar. Which is where the original comes from. Nice. Uh, have I bought anything nice for myself lately? Um, big old pretzel. Yeah, no. I, uh... I bought groceries today, but that wasn't, you know, that's for the family. Um, what was the last thing I bought for myself? I bought a new water bottle. One of those that measures out how much you're supposed to be drinking all day. Uh, oh, 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 I got a new car, but I think I've already talked about that on the podcast. So. Yeah, is it really your No, it's car? for it's for Lisa. It's Lisa's car, but I bought it. Okay, all right, it's not for me. All right, then, um, yeah, nothing recently. That's all right. I don't really need anything right now. I got plenty of good stuff for my birthday. That was nice. You guys love me. Yeah. All right, that was it. So, now we are going to move on to the next question. Right, one last 46. one. 46. You know, it's giving away the game when I have to pause and wait for you. I was just going to let it go, and then you pause. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Wow, so you've just given up on them? Well, it's it's not it. Okay. Well, 46 is from Ron's Well, hey, Ron, again. And Ron says, good looks, good personality, good health. For you, pick any two. Uh, good personality, good health. Nice, all right. So yeah, just me. I was just gonna say. So you're not changing a thing? No. I'm... But you know, with the curly beard, you're starting to. It's getting pretty sexy, dude. I know. I mean, I've actually gotten compliments on it. Uh, I used to be the guy walking around going, "Oh, dude, I got beard envy." Pointing at a guy's really luscious beard, and I had someone tell me they had beard envy of me. That's so good. See, so don't don't go knocking yourself. You're actually, um, you're actually a very good looking guy. So. Um, I also use the beard to hide my chins. All right, now it is not your fault. You were born, you were born with those little chubby cheeks. Yeah, I know. And so, so even now that you've slimmed down because you are uh, doing all that manual labor, yeah, and, do, li- lifting three tons a day. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, but you only work for five minutes. I mean, it's like literally a single, single dead press of his car, and then he gets to go home. Um, <laughs> You would not believe the wonders it has done for my shattered, shattered bones. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, even even when he drops the weight and he's looking all svelte like he is now, um, he's still got the chubby cheeks. Yeah. He was born with those. Like, like literally the first thing his mom said uh, when she got to behold him. Uh, What's wrong with my baby? What's wrong with his cheeks? And she did say that. So, um... It turns out he's just adorable. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then, you know what? I want another one. Ooh! 97. 97. 97. We say as we sit here in complete silence. See, I- I'm a special boy. That's how many chromosomes I have. That's, okay. Uh, it's it's from Walrus. Hey, Walrus. Walrus says, if the one about the rubberized keyboard hasn't come out <laughs> yet. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. 
Hold on. Did he just submit this same question like seven times? Hold on. Because, yeah, I know we've done this. So let's. We have come across. Find <laughs> keyboard. Uh, that is not find, my dude. Oh. What? That was our keyboard question? Yeah, but it should have been, right? Uh. No, it should be there. Okay. So why did it. Oh, I, I know what I did. All right, anyway, find keyboard. Yeah, that is the only one with keyboard in it. <laughs> Have we just been skipping over? I, I think we actually, I think we, we did this exact same process last time. <laughs> and then still left it in here. You know what? It's going this time, Walrus. It's did, going. Did Walrus even have a question about a rubberized keyboard? Or was this just his ploy this whole time? I don't know. You know what? Probably. <laughs> oh my god. I I don't. This is like the tenth time we've come across this. Question. I don't think that that's the case. I don't think he faked us out. I think we've just forgotten it. But if he had faked us out, how brilliant would that be? <laughs> All right, one uh, more. All right, yeah. That is ninety-one. Ninety-one. Good. We don't have to scroll anywhere. It's from Jacob. Well, hey, Jake. Jake says, "Peanut butter and jelly, a classic and easy sandwich." You must eliminate one ingredient and replace it in this sandwich. Okay. The ingredient you eliminate is gone not just from the sandwich, but from our reality. Okay, got it. What are the repercussions or what is different because of your choice? Okay, in peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm going to take out and and put in butter. Peanut butter, butter, jelly? Yeah. So what's the repercussions of removing and? No one can be in the same place at the same time ever again. Because uh, actually... you can't say freaking Dave and Pat anymore. It's either Dave or Pat. Oh, here's the problem, though. It says you have to replace it. I oh, did. you replace it with butter. Well, I would have replaced it with whip. Peanut butter with jelly. Sandwich. Huh. Problem solved. Crisis oh, averted. Oh, God, no. No. No, my... My answer's even worse. Because anytime two things are in the same place at any given time, butter is just spontaneously appearing from the ether. Worse than that, worse than that, it completely trashes the Conjunction Junction song. <laughs> the whole verse about butter seemed real out of place. Butter, but nor. It'll get you pretty far. All right. <laughs> butter, but nor is, uh, is one of the big villains in my campaign. Oh God! It's butter button or. <laughs> All right. Uh, show title. Hold on, I gotta write that down right now. <laughs> butter button or. All right. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna find that note like <laughs> weeks later. Be like button butter button. What the hell? I will never forget Butter Buttonor. It's like El Crapidoro. Thank you. It's like El Crapidoro. Okay. I don't. I know we've said the pot. I just know we've said it on the podcast before. But if there's any new listeners out there, way back when I was in high school, we were studying Spanish, and we got to office supplies, and we got to El Crapidoro. No, no, yeah, La Crapidoro. La Crapidoro. Sorry. Like, man, if only there was a masculine stapler, he'd Wait. have La Crapidoro. Okay. They would have like a really great wrestler name, El Grappedoro. Yeah, that's right. It's it's a male stapler. 
Uh, which I know is impossible. I get that. Doesn't matter. It's a male stapler. El Grappidoro. And a really great wrestler. And the key to studying Spanish with Aiden is always do it in your All your kids, really. Always always do your Spanish in the worst George Bush accent that you can. Amarillo. El Grappidoro. Yeah. I love that. Computadora. I think... That's terrible. Right, we're gonna do one more and then call it good. Uh, Thirty-nine. Thirty. Okay, good. I was gonna say ninety-three. I would have been wrong. Nine hundred and thirty. Thirty-nine. Why? That's from Kyle. Well, hey, Kyle. And Kyle says, "Still wearing Crocs?" Yes. What kind of sandals do you kick around in? Uh, I you have Adidas flip flops. I've got the leather strappy. Sandals that are more closed shoe than they are sandal. Um, uh huh. And and what size would those be? Eleven. Yeah, twelve, ish. I'm oh, sorry, it's eleven and a half now. What? Yeah. Your feet have grown. Yeah. I would have thought for sure you had ten and a half feet. No, no, no. It was ten and a half. Now it's eleven. Got it. Sorry. Okay. About that. I was gonna say I was. I swore you had the same uh, same foot size as your popo. Popo's got small feet? Yes, Popo has ten and a half. He's always had ten and a half. My entire life, my dad has worn a ten and a half. So, no wonder he had such a big attitude. Right, I didn't, I didn't realize I didn't realize how dainty that was. But, okay. Um, <laughs> it's like any man below six foot. He's so tiny. But you know what? That has been a pretty full uh, Potomatic. I think, I think we should be proud of ourselves. Yeah. All right. And you know what? Listener, I'm proud of you. I, I know life's been hard recently, but you're doing great. Keep it up. Wow, you're so supportive. Uh, and now we're going to turn, turn it over to GLaDOS, and she's going to give us a recap of this week's episode so far. Remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye, and you were like, No way. And then I was all, We pretended we were going to murder you. That was great. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronkast, performed by Black Dove, Dove Underground. My bumper music this week was uh, uh, Birdhouse in Your Soul by They Might Be Giants. Hey, you did it! Yeah, well, no thanks to you. Um, and then what else did we have? We had Roku, and we had something completely different, and we had uh, Gonzo. Was that all the music we had? I think it might be. I think it really might have been. All right, anyway, uh, all the songs that we use are available on a variety of music services. You should check them out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. I wouldn't put them in my podcast if I didn't love them. If you want to do something super nice for this podcast, uh, get Aiden to leave me the hell alone. God. <laughs> Is there a problem, Mike? Yes. You suck. <laughs> uh, then, <laughs> But if you really want to help out Nerd Pride, subscribe to this podcast and whatever podcatcher you use and write us a nice review or a crappy one, whatever, as long as you give us five stars so we can trick that algorithm into sending people to us. Uh, if you want to do something super duper nice for this podcast, be recommending it to your friends because you're enjoying it, so you need to spread the word and let other people enjoy it as well. Word of mouth is my bread and butter, people. Uh, remember, I am always looking for your listeners to do my work for me, uh, since Aiden won't. Uh, don't forget to send me questions and topics for the Podomatic. Let me know if you want to be included in Listener Betrayal. And if you have a really interesting nerd fact about an upcoming episode number, send it to me. Save me all of that grueling research. My God, I'm sorry. I'm out of breath from wrestling with my stupid son who was trying to grab my earlobes just to be annoying while I was reading off the credits. Yeah, he sucks. He's still doing it. All right. My contact information, Mike at NerdPrideRadio.com, at NerdPrideRadio on some social medias that I'm not checking, 
But uh, best way to get a hold of me is come to my forums at nerdpriderradio.com slash babble. You sign up there, you send me a message, we'll hang out together and become best friends in the world. We'll have fun. Before we start recording every podcast, we post up to uh, the Gallium Club members, that's me, and the uh, Platinum Club members, that's Aiden, and we tell them, hey, we're recording anything that they say during the course of our recording, we will read off at the end of the podcast. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, I'll start out, just to switch it up a little bit, and, uh, uh uh-oh, I have an email. Oh, okay. It's from your mom. It's for the next menu item. Okay. Phew. Thank goodness. All right, anyway, uh, I have, aha, nope, not there. There it is. All right, I sent out to all of my Gallium Club members, Nerd Pride represent. Aiden and I are recording, ask us anything. But this week's question, how tall do you think it is? And I also added on, whichever listener is closest gets to be my official best friend until our next recording, with all the responsibilities and benefits that that entails. So, uh, Aiden responded first, and his response was 299 feet, 11.9 inches. Wow. That would be super, super impressive, but I wouldn't be able to afford to take care of it if that was the case. Um, But good guess. Good guess. Uh, And then, uh, Pat. Hey, Pat. Pat was a little more reasonable. Pat said 99 feet, 11 inches. Yeah, I know. Weird, (laughs) right? It's, Which it's, is it's it's like the price is right. Yeah, exactly. For just for just twelve ninety nine. Um, well, no, I'm, I'm just saying they get like one right below them. Right, uh, but uh, again, super good guess. Kind of unrealistic. I am sorry, Pat. Uh, let's see. Next up is from Kaz. Kaz did not bother to answer the question and instead said, "Hey, I hope you guys are doing well. Summer's humidity has finally settled into Madison." Uh, I'm planning on attending a convention this fall. Are you feeling things are safe enough for a convention? That is a great question, Cass. I would not say yet. At this point, yeah, convention seems a little crowded. But on the other hand, I mean, here's the thing. I am not hanging out with uh, um, a bunch of vulnerable people. I don't, everyone I know is... Uh, everyone, everyone in my immediate circle is fully vaccinated. So, um, I don't know. I still wouldn't risk going to Gen Con at this point. Not because, not because I necessarily think it puts me in any real danger, but more that that I just with that many people, I wouldn't want to pass pass something along to somebody else. I wouldn't want to take any risks. It just seems like a little much. But you know. I'm not going to knock people who do choose to do it. That seems all right. Wow, that was incredible. I hit the sneeze button just in time. Well, it's technically a cough button, but I used it for sneezing. And then it was an impressive sneeze. I about lost half of my brain matter from it. So no, no reflection on you, Cass. Um, all right. Kyle says, 11 wide. Oh, no, no. That's not right at all. Um... 
Different question. How often do you smell your own farts? Every time I fart. Every time I fart. It's kind of unavoidable, actually. Yeah, it's and you know it's it's one of those things that one of the kids was just asking me the other day. Was it Eli? He's like, yeah, I know farts smell nasty, but how come my own farts don't bother me? That's because you're used to them. It's like I don't know because it's your own. It doesn't your your brain recognizes that it can't be dangerous. I mean, the whole point of bad smells is is that you're supposed to be recognizing things that could potentially make you sick. But I think when your brain recognizes it came from you, it's uh-huh. not worried about it. That's my guess. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Then from... Wait. Where's the one from my wife? My wife! My wife. Oh, there it is. She said... Oh, I said, how tall is it? And she said, it's about that tall. All right. So, here's the the, the whole point is... I was asking, because that's the last response I have, I think. Let me make sure. Yep. That's the last response I have. So, uh, I was asking, how tall is my dog? And and I did check while I was in the kitchen that uh, to the top of her head, she's 15 inches tall. So, um, in your estimation, who's closest here? Do I give it to Kyle with 11 wide? Well, Do I give it to Pat with 99 You have to inches? understand that... I actually started from uh, 310 feet underground. Uh-huh. So as I'm measuring up... <laughs> All right, you're still... <laughs> you're still way off, but that's okay. No, I'm not. No, look, understanding that if I go by people no, who... Don't, don't you worry about this. Wait, when I go, if I go by people who gave me actual linear measurements, it would just be you and Pat. All right? <laughs> And of those two, Pat is the closest, therefore you're already eliminated from this. So, he's my question to you, would you say that the answer to how tall is my dog? Yeah. Do you think the best answer is almost 100 feet tall? Or almost 300 feet tall? No, no, 300 is not in the running. It's almost 100 feet tall, or 11 wide, or about that tall. Uh, considering that one of them didn't know, well, all of them didn't know what the, uh, subject was, I'm gonna say that tall is out. Okay. Eleven wide is not the correct unit. Right, it's, it's him making, making a shoe size joke again. So, are your feet eleven inches wide? Do no. you have snowshoe feet? I'm guessing he, I'm, I'm guessing that his shoe is an eleven wide. Mine's a twelve, or, or an eleven and a half wide, maybe. Maybe he was trying to guess my feet. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe he's never paid attention to my answers before. <laughs> so you're saying I give it to Pat. Yeah. That's it. Pat, you are my official best friend until our next recording. And, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. You are a loser, Lisa. It's not... Yeah, no, it's it's not your fault. And it's only for two weeks. As soon as we record again, you can go back to being my best friend, honey. I shouldn't be yelling. You guys are right here. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to yell in your ear. Uh, all right. Hey, did you have any questions? Uh, yeah, I think a couple. All right. Well, I'm going to have to answer yours right now, so you go ahead and talk. Oh, okay. Uh, so I sent out to my good friends, some of them named John, on my uh, platinum list, 
And I said, howdy, Plant Members. My dad and I are recording today. If you'd like to say something or have us read anything, now's your chance. We will read anything you send to us. Seriously, anything you type will be right off this week's question. What are some questions I could ask you in the future? Now, the first one comes to us from Isaiah, and he says, what time of what type of book genres or movies uh, do you do you guys like? That's a great question. Sci-fi, fantasy. Uh, the next uh, one comes to us from Ryan, and he says, "Why did my dad leave me?" Nice. Uh, he said he was going to get milk. He should be back any moment now. The next one's from DM Darks. A burning question that my students have been asking: Who would win in a fight? One of every Pokemon, or Help me with that word. What? A billion what? What? Alright. Burning question that my students have been asking. Who would win in a fight? One of every Pokemon or a billion not something crazed lions. Blood crazed. It's supposed to be blood crazed instead of blood crazed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the answer is one Pokemon could do it. A Magikarp could beat a billion blood crazed lions. Really? Because a Magikarp has the ability that went on land to jump over mountains and okay. survive the fall. Meaning that this is a fish denser than Osmium with the strength to kick over houses. Okay. A Magikarp, just, just a Magikarp, the worst Pokemon has the ability to take on a billion blood-crazed lions. Now, when you insert things like Pikachu, who can course a million volts through its body, or Macargo, whose body heat is higher of that of the sun. Okay, yeah, but but can you really say Magikarp is the worst when aren't there some that are just, you know, furniture? Yeah, but they actually have powers. I don't give a Magikarp crap. doesn't get there's, a single attack until level 60. There's... there's there's one that's like essentially a chandelier. You mean chandelier? Yeah. <laughs> Except it's on fire and a ghost. That's the worst. All I'm saying is that one Pokemon could take on a billion lions. One of every Pokemon would have zero issue. Uh, Heatran can literally generate volcanoes from the earth. Rayquaza can change the weather to its own will. So you're saying you're not going to be asking this question? It's, I mean, the answer's obvious, but Ampharos can call lightning from the skies. Okay. Incineroar will suplex all of the lions. Alright. I'm not arguing with you. I, I would have argued initially, but you know what? You've made a really good point. I can't can't stop that. Pat, that is the answer to that question. Pokemon, every time. Okay. It's still you, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, next was, up. That was from Pat? Yeah. That was a pretty good question, I thought. Uh, from uh, Lisa. She says, what journeys are you going to take, or what journeys would you like to take? That is a good question. Yes. Well, this one's from Kyle. That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, Kyle says, dear listener... Here are some questions me questions me ask you. Grammar help? <laughs> uh, yeah, because you did you did uh, leave the S off of questions. 
Okay. He's he's mocking you for, for not being able to type. What's your favorite part of your job? The lifting. Better than cleaning. Um, nice. Next one comes to us from Mike. He says, do you remember where you first heard that Kennedy had been shot? Yes. Okay, where, where were you when you first heard that Kennedy had been shot? I was in a classroom uh, in first grade. Yeah. When they were teaching me about the assassination of Kennedy. Yeah, you know... The, the in-a-classroom answer has become way more common lately. <laughs> All right, I only thought of that because there was an old Saturday Night Live skit uh, from the early 80s. And and they had a panel of people there. And it's like, so do you remember where you were when you first heard that Kennedy had been shot? He's like, oh, yeah, I remember it very vividly. I was, uh, I was walking across campus. Uh, this is my, my junior year. I was walking across campus. And uh, and I overheard a couple of students talking about it, and I was just I was just shocked. And the host stops and says, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! You were in college. weren't you in college like six years ago?" Well, yeah. I just I don't I don't keep up with the news, so I just I, I mean I mean it's okay. It was a little late, but uh, so then they moved to the next person. And they're like, "Okay, you remember where you were when you heard Kennedy had been shot?" Well, this is it's really embarrassing, but. Uh, he, he told me right before the show. So, and then the third guy, they asked him, he said, wait, the president's been shot? So there you go. That was the whole joke. It was actually pretty funny. All right. Is that everything? Uh, that is everything. Wow. We are not as popular as we used to be. That is the least number of responses we've had. For a while, ages. yeah. Ages. Um, I apologize. I assume it's my fault because uh, Aiden is super entertaining. Ha. Huh. Wait, do you think it's because uh, it's still light outside and they're lifting restrictions and people just maybe are uh, just out, out doing things? Yeah. I'm going, you know what, that's it. It's the end of the pandemic. That's what's killing our popularity. Curse you, vaccine! All right. Curse you, Pfizer! Thank you. Otherwise, hey, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you being here. Uh, it's been lovely. Uh, thank you for giving me an excuse to spend even more time with my son. He's great. So, like you guys are the best. Like an excuse. Aw. Uh, say goodnight, Aiden. Goodnight, everybody. Say goodnight, R2. I'm going to be honest with you. When you when you were talking that, that last uh, tangent there, I completely forgot we were recording. Like, really? I thought we were just talking, man. I completely forgot that we were on the air. Goodnight, everybody.